I thought we were going to have a special guest today because um, yesterday we got a new puppy. Um, and it's a Shiba. And Shiba are very well behaved usually. They're very independent. But um, if something happens that she does not entirely approve of, she will scream quite loudly. So there was a good chance that we were going to have some, some dog screams in the background of this one. Um, but my wife took took the puppy to the dog park while we were recording this, so uh, no special guest today. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Dang it. <laughs> um, yeah, very, uh, very careful, astute listeners will have maybe heard the meowing a couple episodes ago. <laughs> uh, my cat was meowing right outside our door for a little bit in the beginning, so we had that special guest earlier. Um, but no puppy today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, in a related note, uh, we have no follow-up. Um no one emailed us i got many we, we we got a lot of comments on the uh, the website this week but uh, yeah <laughs> all spam um so sorry to all of our uh, loyal listeners but we we uh, we don't want to hear how you make uh, 142 dollars an hour working from home um or <laughs> how to unify our brand um yeah i know those are bots it was a joke um we did have one guy Joan, somebody, Joan from Brazil, wondering how he could buy some of, uh, I, I think, I assume it was mine because you don't have any no, silver I, guampas. Yeah, I think he, it's your picture. He, he complimented me on my lovely silver guampas and uh, was asking me because uh, he said he couldn't figure out how to work my eShop and uh, I don't have an eShop. Um, that's that's just my personal Instagram. <laughs> um, so, sorry, Joan. I, I'm not selling. Um, yeah bummer um yeah i i don't know well okay i will say this i will say this um i was expecting that we would get a lot of kind of angry emails because we talked kind of sort of negatively about that we like neither of us were a huge fan of it but we are recording sunday may 29th and that episode ended up going live saturday may 28th um i kind of dropped the ball and didn't edit and post that episode for almost a week after it was recorded. So perhaps by the time, depending on how long it takes for me to edit this episode, maybe by then we will have received some angry email. And then for the next episode, we could have might, some have some good some good follow angry follow-up. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't know, maybe not. I feel I I mean I obviously don't know what our listener base is like, but for some reason I get the feeling that we don't have a lot of beloved or like a very passionate Tarawi fans. I just get the feeling. I don't. I have no reason to believe that, but I just. I just have a feeling that we don't have a lot of Tarawi fans in the audience. But maybe we yeah. do. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll see. Mataguys at gmail.com. I said it right that time. Hey, that was the right. That was the first time we got it right. <laughs> that is the <laughs> like first a time. Month. I know. I kept saying mataguys.com crap because it's that's the website. Um and uh, the fan just kicked in on the computer. Um. So if you hear a jet engine, it's the uh, it's the fan on the computer. Sorry. Um, apparently, recording a podcast is a very strenuous task. <laughs> no, it, it's really warm in this room, so I think that's why. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I think I think that's all we've got in terms of uh, piddling the time away and trying to yeah lengthen these episodes artificially but today we're going to talk about another delicious wonderful amazing yerb from yes from uruguay from well, from from, uh, from brazil but but manufactured and processed and everything in, in uruguay 
Yeah, from Brazil, but by way of Uruguay, or as a every third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth grader knows you're a gay, right? That's everyone's favorite country. Hey, look, it's you're a gay. Hilarious. It says you're a gay right on the map. Ha ha. Comedic gold. Yeah. Uruguay. I mean, am I, am I wrong? Did, did you not make that joke when you were a kid? I did. It, there, there's, the, there's the two universal elementary school jokes, like <laughs> Uranus. There's a planet called Uranus, and then there's a country called Uruguay. Except the, the planet actually is called Uranus. The country is not called Uruguay. It's called Uruguay or Uruguay. It's not Uruguay. Yeah, there's a, there's a U between the G and the A, so. I mean, granted... Yeah. I think there's some words with a silent U, G-U. Uh, guardian is one. G-U-A-R-D-I-A-N. Guardian is not guardian. It's guardians Ooh. of the galaxy. But uh, English is weird, so. Yeah. And Uruguay is not an English word. Correct. It so. is a Spanish word. Is it? Is it? <laughs> that's, a, that's a bold <laughs> proclamation. I bet, it, I, bet it's, I bet it's not a Spanish word. I bet I it's. Know. I'm probably completely I wrong. Bet it's, I bet it's. Garani. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. Guarani, Guarani, Guarana, Antarctica. Mm. Es, Antarctica cerveja estupidamente gelado. Anyway. You, you can tell we don't have a lot to say this episode, so we're just trying to... We, I, we like longer episodes. We hate posting stuff that's really short, so you get to just listen to us make fools of ourselves. Anyway. Yeah. Uruguay. Um... You're from Uruguay. Um, it is called Cabral. Um, and it is a compuesta, which is, means a compost. No. <laughs> a, <laughs> it's, a, it's compost mate. Yay. That <laughs> was rotting fruit. Yeah. It, yeah. No, compuesta just means like it's a, it's a blend. It's a blend of other herbs. Um, so this one's got... Uh, it's got mate, it's got Ilex paraguariensis, um, it's got carnicera, congorosa, and umburucusha. Uh, in reverse order, that's passion flower, congorosa, carnicera, <laughs> and mate. I don't know what the English words for carnicera and congorosa are. Um, I'm sure there are uh, English common names, um, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Uh, the point is these herbs um are supposedly herbs that kind of calm you down um on the front it says te sentirás bien like you'll feel great um and then it says no produce no produce uh, sorry i can't read no produce acidez ni trastornos estomacales estomacales oh my gosh i can't read I minored in Spanish, I promise. Ni trastornos estomacales no altera el sueño ni el sistema nervioso. Good grief, I can't read today. Anyway, so it just says, doesn't produce acid, uh, no stomach upsetting type stuff, doesn't alter your sleep or your nervous system. So that's nice, I guess. Um, so, Excellent. Yeah. Unless you are trying to drink mate to produce acid give yourself stomach upset alter your sleep and your nervous system then this would not be the one for you yeah, but anyway um this is actually incredibly similar to the canaria serena blend um i think the main difference is that canaria serena has mint in it 
And this one does not have mint in it. I no. believe, other than you know, other than the different source of of sherba and the um, the percentages might be different. Um, almost the exact same composition. This one is ninety four percent Ilex Paragoriensis and then two percent of every other herb. So ninety four percent of the mate, six percent split equally amongst the three other herbs. Um, but yeah, so the idea is that you drink this. And it uh, doesn't cause problems, which is funny because I will say this. There's a lot of, uh, let's say, you know, American mate companies that will promote mate, that will pronounce or promote mate as a alternative to coffee with no crashing, no acid reflux uh there there's there's people that will say oh yeah you can drink mate and go right to sleep which i i will say i can do that but i can also do the same thing with like rock stars and red lines and red bulls so i don't think i'm a fair comparison to say that but <laughs> so so a lot of american mate companies will use kind of these effects like these benefits like oh you know you know crashing like coffee you can go to sleep it doesn't give you acid reflux and yet a south american company has felt it proper to produce a blend specifically that does not produce acid reflux, alter your sleep, or give you stomach upset. So, either this is a completely unnecessary product, and or, okay, I guess there's three possibilities. One, this is a completely unnecessary product, and just you're just drinking mate with herbs, tastes a little different, tastes good, whatever. Just, you know, a tasty product. Two, the American companies are full of it, and mate does give you acid reflux, alters your sleep and whatever, or three, somewhere in the middle, maybe some people might be sensitive to caffeine, super sensitive, and therefore drinking mate does, you know, keep them up all night, or maybe their stomachs are really sensitive, so maybe mate does give them a little bit of stomach upset, um, and this product is meant to handle those people who may be in the minority, but maybe have more sensitive systems, and therefore they need a more mild version of mate. I feel like it's the third one. I have For a feeling. Some... I have a feeling it's the third one. Yeah. Um, because I personally know some people that uh, cannot drink mate. Um, they get very they, their stomachs get very upset. Um, because mate is a little acidic. Um, yeah. I mean, I I, th- I talked about my first experience with Canadias. I had a stomach ache. Yeah. And I just kept drinking it, and I got used to it. I mean, so. Yeah, it's another you know, and I don't know if you've ever bought a uh, kind of a cheap or expensive um, <laughs> bombisha bombilla um, from. Typically, they come from Argentina. Um, manufacturing, you'll probably buy them in the U.S., but they, t- they typically are made in Argentina. They're made out of a metal called alpaca, which shares the name with uh, with something that looks like a llama. Um, anyway, this metal alpaca alpaca is a very soft metal. Um, kind of looks like silver. It's not silver. Has no silver, um, and people actually use it to produce uh, fake silver jewelry especially you know in kind of touristy areas they will make necklaces rings out of alpaca and sell it as silver because it looks kind of similar um and alpaca is very soft but anyway long story short roundabout way of saying if you use one of these kind of less quality alpaca bombichas a lot in mate the mate will actually dissolve the bombisha over time because mate is slightly acidic um, yep because reasons chemistry or whatever um <laughs> biology um, i mean i guess technically it, i mean i i've never i will admit i have never done a ph test on an infusion with mate right but 
I will say this. Something that is slightly acidic is far more corrosive than something that is slightly basic. Yep. Because, uh, like, if you, like, I mean, if, if you took a little bit of baking soda, dissolved it in water, that is a liquid that is, that is basic. That is on the, on the positive end of the pH scale, right? Or, is it the neg- I don't know. Anyway, I don't, I took chemistry a long time ago. It's on the basic side of the, of the, uh, of the pH scale, right? Seven is neutral. Seven is, like, perfectly in the yeah, middle. in the middle. Like, seven is zero, except seven, um. So you're right. It's a so it when I say positive, I mean it's it's higher than seven, right? So if you dissolve a little bit of baking soda, and you put in an alpaca bombisha, I don't think it would dissolve. No, it's not very corrosive. It is very very is very very very. It's pretty much inert, right? I I think for something that is basic to be even a little bit corrosive, like it has to be pretty pretty high up on the the, the pH scale. Like Drano, Drano is not acidic. Drano is basic. It is a base. It has a pH of like eleven, <laughs> and that and it is very very corrosive and very caustic and is very dangerous. Um, however, Coca Cola or even lemons, lemons are not terribly acidic in the you know in the gr- grand scheme of things. You can put lemon on your hand. Lemon will not burn a hole through your hand. You will not go to the hospital with third degree chemical burns if you squeeze a little lemon on your hand. However, lemon is is, is pretty corrosive actually like mm-hmm. the, the acid in lemon if you eat too many lemons it will give you a stomach ache um it will your teeth will kind of feel funny because it will slightly just slightly slightly remove just a little bit of enamel um people say the same things about even like carbonated water carbonated water the co2 makes it slightly acidic very slightly like ph of like four um and you can dip your hand in carbonated water and it's okay right yeah <laughs> um <laughs> But some doctors say that, you know, drinking carbonated water a lot, even just even not even talking about soda, just carbonated water will slowly etch away the enamel on your teeth. That's what they say. There's other studies that say otherwise. But anyway, some 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 people will say that. Well, oh, could I share a story about limes and yeah. burning holes through hands? Oh, oh not- yeah, yeah. Limes totally do that. Yeah, go yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I was in Brazil and uh, me and my buddy were making a key lime pie and uh, we hand Squoze all the limes to make the pie. <laughs> squoze, squeezed, whatever. Uh, all the limes to make the pie. And um, I mean, like we washed your hands afterwards, but I don't. I feel like I just didn't wash my hands very well. Neither did my friend, and we were out all day the next day. And you know, it was Rio de Janeiro during the summer, and it was I don't know ninety degrees and sun was very strong. That's about uh thirty. Six degrees Celsius. It's thirty-six. So it was something like, like that. A, I don't know. I can't mild. do the conversion in my head very well. Anyway, it was a pretty mild day for, for <laughs> that region. Um, and at the end of the day, we had these like red rashes all over our hands, and they like they I don't know. We had no idea where they came from. We ended up finding out that it was from the limes. We just didn't wash all of the uh, the lime juice off of our hands. Yeah, it's so a we com- had. A, it's like a com. I've heard. I think it's like a combination of like the acid in the lime and the UV. Yeah, and the, the UV just kind of putting it just straight through our skin, and we had to put a bunch of hydro- hydrocortisone on it. Yeah. and then it was thirty two degrees Celsius. By the way, thirty two. Oh, okay. Thirty two degrees Celsius is ninety degrees Fahrenheit. Anyway, yeah. So something that is not super corrosive or like super super acidic, like it is acidic but not super acidic, like 
sticking your hand in this fresh squeezed lime won't melt your hand. But like even then, like it is it is, it is pretty corrosive. Yeah. So the fact that a soft metal like alpaca gets dissolved in mate leads me to believe that the infusion mate is probably slightly acidic because if it was slightly basic, I don't think it would have that effect. Yeah. Maybe, true. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I actually do have pH test kits in the house. I keep aquariums, so I have that kind of stuff. Maybe I will do a pH test on yeah. an infusion and I will report next week what I find. But, and I may be wrong, but just, just going off of what I'm, my hunch, my with my ninth grade chemistry education, <laughs> I have a hunch that mate as a beverage is probably slightly acidic. Yeah. So I can see why for some people it might cause, you know, a little bit of acid reflux. Like like when you have acid reflux, like you can't eat lemons. You can't eat salsa because like the vinegar and the peppers. So right. it would make sense if you were very, very sensitive. You couldn't, you know, drink mate. Anyway, so yeah, I, I, I believe that that's like <laughs> going back. Well, this may be a long episode after all. Uh, going back, um, yeah, I think mate is very good. I do think it does have, you know, a lot of really good energy benefits. Is it perfect? Is it like the miracle cure-all? Maybe not to everyone, I think. And for that reason, Cabral has come out with their Cabral Compuesta with the aforementioned other herbs that are supposed to kind of calm you down and make you not feel as jittery and to soothe your stomach and all that stuff. Yeah. Hey, um, I have a, I have a. We haven't even started drinking it yet. Sheesh. No kidding. I have a bombisha that's pretty like eaten up from its alpaca, and it, I've like I used it a ton, and it's pretty bad. You've seen it, Shai? Yeah. Take a picture of it, and we can post it on the site so people can see like the damage that yeah, mate yeah, that, can cause. Yeah, that would be great, actually. Cool. Um, yeah. Seems like a pretty good example because it's pretty. On on a tangent, I have noticed that bombichas made out of, out of alpaca from Brazil tend to be better, tend to be more durable and stronger than bombichas made of alpaca from Argentina. I, I feel like it's got to be an alloy with some other some some kind of better. Because I mean, metal. yeah, because because alpaca isn't like a very specific thing, like. All alpaca is is like it's it's a mixture of like aluminum, nickel, and some other stuff. Like the percentages can be way different depending on who makes it, who makes the alloy. So I feel like whatever Brazil's doing is a little more durable than whatever they're doing in Argentina. Right. And like for if sure. You, and if you pick up two bombichas made out of alpaca from Brazil and Argentina, the metal actually does look different. It does. Um, yeah. The that's so. And I I have a I have a couple of bombichas made from alpaca from um. Uruguay, Uruguay. <laughs> sorry, uh, uh, and uh, Uruguay's alpaca seems to be like in the middle. It's not nearly as bad as Argentina, but it's not not quite as good as Brazil's. Like I bought a bombicha from Argentina, like literally shipped to me from Buenos Aires, from Baires, and the first time I used it, I took it out and like it was all etched up, like like the 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 mate had like turned it like a funny color it look it literally looked like someone had like spilled acid on it and like had like etched it a little bit it, it cleaned up with a little bit of silver polish but i think that's because you know you remove that top layer that got etched away by the acid and it looked fine but like literally every single time i use it it looks like garbage so i don't know what it is i don't if i don't know what argentina is doing with their alpaca but uh i personally really i don't think i would ever buy a bombisha made out of alpaca from argentina again me either it's a waste of money for me like really i want something is. that will last me and that won't corrode seriously i mean easily. like literally 
Literally, the, the first time I used that thing, mm-hmm. it turned funny colors. And looked like I dipped it in, like, hydrochloric acid. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> Should we talk about the, the, the yerb now? Yeah, yeah, let's get to the anyway, yeah, topic so, on hand. Cabral Compuesta. Um, little funny, interesting uh, side note. This company, um, the company is called Apiarios Cabral. Um, they do not produce a quote-unquote normal mate or a normal sherba rather um all of their sherbas are compuestas or mixtures so they don't sell like a pure sherba mate blend well i guess it's not a blend but yeah so every, everything you buy with the name cabral is gonna have something else in it so just i spent a long time trying to find like ah, oh, i don't, don't want to try their blend i want to try their normal stuff and i spent a long time looking at stores online stores and i finally went to their website i'm like oh they don't make one. <laughs> so, yeah. So, don't waste your time like I did. Um, Cabral Compuesta. Let's look at the cut. All right. Um, so, yep. the cut is pretty pretty stereotypical of, you know, a normal Uruguayan sherba. It's got that kind of even medium to small leaf cut. Um, very low stick. Lots of dust. Um, the, the the stick that's in there is going to be like almost like little splinters of stick. Yeah, um, it's hardly anything. Lots of dust. I mean, like as a as a comparison, like that are we, in or like um, Guayaquil. To find the dust, you have to do the whole put your hand over the gourd and shake and shake, 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 and then what little dust is in there is left on your hand. If you turn this package of Cabral sideways, like a plume of smoke comes out because there's so much dust. Um, and that's just typical of Uruguayan. Um. So that's why I, I we've talked about this in previous episodes where American uh, mate companies will be like, yeah, no dust. And I'll be like, but I like the dust. The dust is good. The dust is excellent. The dust is flavor. The dust is, you know, like structure when you are cebando, preparing the mate. Um, I will say looking at this, I can definitely actually see the other herbs. Um, they're kind of different colors. Yeah. Um, and they, they're like little bigger, just slightly little bigger little leaves in there. So you can, it's yep. kind of interesting. You can actually see. Um, the other stuff that's yeah, in there, kind of like brownish, yeah, color herbs. But I mean, if you if you, unless you like knew what to look for and like really were looking at this, I I think you would probably just put this in your gourd and you would never notice twice that it wasn't just normal Uruguayan mate. You would never notice that it was you know anything mixed unless you really stuck your nose in there and really looked at. Oh yeah, there's little bits of other stuff in here. But yeah, looks good. Um, really good cut. A little uneven just because the mate leaves are kind of one size. And then the, the, the other herbs are kind of a little bigger. Yeah. But eh, yeah. it is what it is. Um, good dust quantity. Um, the sherba smells really nice. I really like the smell of this mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and I, I cheated and I prepared a gourd of this earlier because Uruguayan, in my experience, you really do kind of have to let it sit and kind of soak up a little bit of water. So I wasn't going to sit here and just twiddle my thumbs for five minutes while it did that. So I prepared... This one earlier, just like on all your favorite cooking shows. If you think that they're actually cooking in front of you, it's a lie. It's all a lie. It's a lie, Steven. And I've lost my what are you looking for, man? It's right there, bud. Oh, oh right oh. there. All right. <laughs> okay. And spoiler alert, I know this Sherba pretty well. And I actually really like this, so... I, I, I'm not recommending it, because we don't recommend. Or we do, I don't know. <laughs> no, we don't grade on like a number scale, but I really like this stuff. Um, if you're familiar with Del Salvador, um, Del Salvador is another um, Uruguayan sherba um, that's pretty hard to find in the U.S. Um, I know Uru Shop 
in the UK carries it. But um, it actually tastes very similar to that. Um, Del Salvador is not a blend, but they do some funky stuff to it to kind of make it taste atypical of Uruguayan mate and just this stuff being a blend and all that kind of stuff. I feel like they're they're, they're very similar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree as well. Yeah, and I'm drinking it. And yeah, I mean, it's got that really, really kind of stereotypical, really bold, hearty, creamy, little, you know, kind of malty Uruguayan stuff. But it does have a lot of kind of floralness to it, which makes sense because there are actual flowers. Um, there's passion flower in here. Yep. Um, passion flower is supposedly a sedative. Um, the whole passion fruit, passion flower is all supposedly... Um, a relaxer, a sedative. Um, so it does really taste kind of floral-y. It does have kind of a, a lighter top end than, say, Canarias, which is like mm-hmm. a kick in the crotch. Yeah. And I, I really like this stuff. Um, I really think, like, if you, if you want to get into kind of... If you want to ease into Uruguayan Sherbas, this is probably a good bet because it really is a little bit milder um, than some of the other offerings. Yeah. And and like uh, Steven said earlier, and I and I've had this before. Um, yeah, it says compuesta, but if if you if you just bought it and just prepared it and had no idea, you wouldn't know any different. Yeah, it really, the the herbs really don't affect the f- the flavor. Like they do and they don't. Um, like the- yeah, like they don't. It doesn't like overpower the flavor. Oh no no no, not at all. Like like I said, like it's just kind of like a, it's got a little bit of floral top note, like. If you there's a I mean Kurupi Kurupi um, they have a compuesta especial it is one of the most popular um, sherbas in Paraguay it's got mint and it's got boldo boldo um, that one you taste the mint you taste the boldo and you taste the sherba but I mean that one the blend is really strong or like um, you're making faces oh uh oh no it's just like. Just, just got to go through a little bit. A little funk at the end. Yeah, yeah just a little funk. No oh. big deal. Okay, but yeah, anyway. But Kurupi also has a blend called with Catuaba. Catuaba is this bark from South America. It's the ground-up bark of a tree. And that stuff is so strong. That stuff is so strong that I really don't, almost do not taste the sherba when I drink Kurupi con Catuaba. Um, I like the flavor of Catuaba, and I like that, that compuesta, that mixture, but that one it really overpowers or like even like i've had some some com, compostas from brazil same word just different language um where they'll put um i it's uh they'll put um what's it called uh the mosquito things what are the mosquitoes candles made out of uh citronella citronella they'll put citronella in there um they'll put an, another herb it's another like it's an herb but i think it's actually like they put they use the flowers it's called erva dosi sweet herb um they'll put that in the in their shimahong and i really feel like at least in the store-bought ones like it really does especially the erva dosi the sweet herb i don't know what the name of that actually is in english i think it has a like i think it does have a common name i don't know what it is anyway i feel like that like it really you really taste the other herbs like you really taste it not quite to the point of overpowering but you really taste those other herbs this one, I feel like, unless you knew it was a it was a mixture, or if you had some sort of hypersensitized palate, I don't think you would be able to tell, honestly. Like, yeah, I, I feel like mint. Like everyone can taste mint. 
you can have like 1% mint in anything and everyone will be like, oh yeah, there's mint in that. But like, do you know what the taste of passion flower is? Have you, could, could you pick out the taste of passion flower blind out of a mix? <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't either. I mean, maybe you dear listener can, um, but since I feel like just with these three herbs, I don't feel like maybe the flavors are super distinct. So they kind of do just blend into the background of the sherba. You can definitely taste that there is something there if, if you really kind of, you know, let it dance on your tongue and you know what to look for. Yeah, you can taste that there's something there that is probably not mate. But if you just bought this, if you if someone dumped it out into an unmarked bag, an unmarked package, or if there was a mix-up at the factory and this got put into like a package of canarias, and I mean they, they don't aren't produced at the same factory, but but for the metaphor, for the for the for the story, bear with me. If you know if there was a mix-up at the factory and this got placed in a package that said that that wasn't supposed to be a mixture, I don't think that you would tell. No. No, maybe no. maybe we're just we just <laughs> maybe we just don't have discerning palates. I mean, I mean, we did, we did, we can taste that there's something there. Yeah, yeah. But for, we also know what, that there's something there. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, there's there's certain yerbas that, like, when you taste it, you're like, there's all these complexities, you know. So it's like kind of like this one. You, there's all these complexities. Like, oh yeah, there's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But like, if you did, if I didn't know there's any herbs in it, I just assume it's just like a really nice complex right. mate. Right. And not that. You, I don't think you would naturally say, oh, there must be some other herbs in there giving... Because, like, yeah, there nothing in here is that strong. I mean, there's only 6% by volume... Or by... I don't know if they do by weight or by volume. Anyway, 6% of this is other herbs. 2% of any given other thing. So there yeah, really is not much in there. <laughs> yeah. Where I feel like... I can't remember if Kurupi has the percentages, but I feel like that's like an 80-20... I feel like yeah, that's like they, they're 80, pretty heavy with I feel like, like that's, the boldo and the mint. Yeah, I think it's like 80% sherba, 15% mint and like 5% boldo. But like boldo is so strong you can that's another that's that's one of those things where I could taste it out of a lineup. I know that flavor really well. But yeah, I mean, this is super light as a if as far as being called like a mixture. Sorry about that. Bump the max scan. No. Well, <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so I really like it. As far as mixtures go, I really think this one is a great one to try. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not overpowering. You really get the flavor of the sherba coming all the way through, um, like we said. Um, as far as it's like perceived medical benefits, I don't get acid reflux or heartburn from mate. Mate already doesn't really mess with my sleep. Or my nervous system. So I don't know if this is, if the, you know, purported benefits that come from adding these other herbs um, are legit or not. But uh, if you have tried drinking mate and it gives you kind of a stomach funk, maybe try drinking Cabral Compoeta. It's a green package, uh, yellow on the bottom, green on top. Um, has a picture of a gourd on the front. Maybe we'll post a picture in the show notes. Um, maybe give that a try because it might be easier on your stomach. Yeah, yeah, it's worth a shot. And it's a darn tasty one to boot. Yeah, it's it's solid. Oh, I really t- like tis it. a fine, tis a fine yerba indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like we said at the beginning, like if you want to get into Uruguayan, but you're a little afraid, maybe we scared you because we did go on and on for like six episodes about how, oh, it's so bold and hardy and it'll kick you in the face. Like, 
and you're scared now, or maybe yeah. you tried Canarias once and you were like, holy crap, that stuff is like disgusting and never want to try Uruguayan again. Maybe give Cabral a try because it really is like much softer, but still has all of those same flavor profiles and complexities, maltiness, a little bit of toastiness, very creamy, robust, all that stuff that comes with Uruguayan. I just feel like toned down enough so that it's not overpowering. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's working. Clark's yawning right now. Oh, man. It's working. It's a miracle. Sleepy. This uh, <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend puts you to sleep. Dr. Steven. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a real doctor. I'm by Plato on TV. Yeah, I want another hit of that. Okay. You can get another hit of it. Um, do we All have right. anything do we have anything else to say about this? Uh besides the fact that it's delicious. It's delicious. I, really I like it. Don't find any like crazy health benefits from it like uh uh oh i mean like what you know whatever it doesn't flush out your toxins it doesn't flush out the toxins clark maybe it does and i just can't detect the toxins being flushed out of me it's flushing out the toxins clark 